You are now tuned into the Wake the Flock Up Network. Welcome back to the show. You are now listening to Save the Hip Hop Culture Radio. Word up. I am Concept 714, and of course... Sector 3. Sector 3 is here. In the building. Uh, we recognize we're still uh, a fairly new... Well, obviously, we're a new podcast. Right. Right, but so we'll, we'll do a little bit of introducing each other. I think uh, this will probably set the stone, and we won't have to do too much of that in the future. Right. But uh, I am Concept 714. Um, you know me affiliated with Mighty Zulu Kings... Uh, Battle Axe Warriors, uh, Wake the Flock Up Network, Wake the Flock Up Podcast. Putting in work. And, you know, putting in work, emceeing, and uh, producing, writing, and all this other stuff that I be doing, that I that I am currently involved in uh, in hip-hop. Hip-hop has been a revolving force in my life. Um, it's all I've ever known, really, as far as I can remember. It's the only, you know, hip-hop's never divorced me. It's never... Uh, made fun of me because I'm too chubby yeah, or too yeah. whatever. Hip hop has always been embracing and nothing. If anything, it's been embracing and taking me in. Um, it's allowed me to grow as a man. And it's, it was my dad. It was my older brother. It was, it, it taught me to be respectful, hardworking, but still demand respect if you're good enough to deserve their respect. Perfectly said. Until bro. you lose their respect. And I think if you take those, um, if you take that model and approach it in life, you'll be good. You know, uh, be 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 that man that's knowledgeable yet willing to wall out whenever the nece- when the case when it's necessary, when it's necessary yeah, yeah. but still be someone that at the end of the day you can you can say I did something productive today. And if hip hop teaches you that all through its lessons, you know. And of course, Sector Three, yeah, buddy, is the uh, the editor in chief of Save the Hip Hop Culture. We call it a Instagram blog. Would you be? Yeah, yeah. No, we're 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 actually. Um, it's a little bit more than that. Now we're you yeah. know I'd, I'd call ourselves an organization of um, educators, yes. for lack of a better word, right. um, for the youth. So we're working on some uh, some workshops where we'll teach kids um, all in all hip hop history. Right. But at, at the same time, you know. Um, if if and I've said it before, if we're able to teach the youth to get more involved in the community and all that through hip hop, whether it be emceeing or b-boying or you know whatever it is, graffiti arts, then that's what we're going to do. So we're focusing on the the uh, the youth. Uh, we got a few events coming, so I you know I wouldn't. It, we got a blog. The website's popping uh, February. But that was the um, that was initially the start where Save the Hip Hop Culture started, right? Instagram. As a blog, yeah, 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 as a blog, yeah. and it's doing very well. It's very well respected. Uh, I see you get a lot of love. Um, And not just the numbers, but I mean, it's now morphing into this, like you're saying, this movement, this organization of like-minded individuals that kind of understand what that really means, save the hip-hop culture. Right. And I get get heat. I was going to say this uh, before, but, um, you know, it's, I appreciate the love too. But you go, you know, you got the people that show you mad love and then it goes complete 180 and some people that off the bat, whether they're. Uh, you know, standoffish or whatever the case may be, but they'll ask, uh, you know, uh, hip hop doesn't have to be safe. It's good where it's at. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of start breaking it down, which is, I guess that's where we're out here. But we start breaking it down where it's like, is it, is it really, are we good? You Mm -hmm. know, does DJ get love? Do B-boys get love? Or are they are in, in their own 
world now, you know? And that's when they'll come back and be like, ah, well, no, you're right, you know, and this and that. But I guess that's what it is, you know, it, speaking it, with the people. And having been involved with a crew like Mighty Zulu Kings, who is a very much <clears throat> B-boy oriented, focused, right? Yeah, that's where it began, yeah. It's, you know, that's where it began. That's where it's roots. I mean, um, Elianess, legendary yeah. B-boy, right? Yeah, yeah. But that, so, stems, that stems from Africa Bambada. It, it's, he was donned by him right. to lead that chapter. Right. Before that chapter did not exist, mm -hmm. it was donned to, uh, to Ness, and he's like, you take forth and do what you will with it. And we're kind of looked like down like the stepchild of Zulu Nation. Right. Only because we have this, we have this focus and this like ideology around us, whether it's deserved or not to be like, um, the stubborn ones, to be the ones that kind of, uh, step out. That's, that's the, the problem child yeah. of the Zulu Nation. Cause Zulu wants to carry around being, very toned down, well-respected crew with knowledge, but Mighty Zulu Kings haven't been a b-boy origin. B-boys are wild to begin with, bro. Like the stuff they do, just physically, takes the mentality of of like saying, "I'm the dopest." Oh yeah, yeah. And then I'm gonna physically harm myself, and I don't care bruises. Like that takes the mentality. Uh, but having z seen them uh, in action and uh, attend the meetings and, and the shows, um. They very much feel that B-Boys, Graf, and DJs are overlooked and overshadowed by the oh, MC. of course. Because <clears throat> the MC is the one who's obviously like, now, now, right? The forefront, the man in the front, mm -hmm. the star of the show. And when you mention hip-hop, that's the first thing you think about is rap. But it, it, the origins are, you know, originated with Graf, if you really want to go back in the days. Right. And then DJ, and then B-Boy, and then the MC came up first. Yeah. And hip hop shows that the MC was just second to the right, bro. Like the DJ was the yeah, man. the DJ, the DJ gave the the MC the 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 green light, you right? Know? Hey, and it was always like you got your five minute set and we're done. You know, the people came to see the DJ. You right. Know, the, the break dancers came out. What quote unquote cool Herc is gonna play or you know whoever it is. Right. Um, yeah. So I mean, all all that came way before an MC picked up the mic for the sole purpose of shining. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so they, so the the, the elements have kind of lost their way. Right. And when you when you when I, when I saw save the hip hop culture, it wasn't immediately a, def a self defense thing. Like, yo, no, 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 we're good where we are, yo. Like, how dare you say something right. like that? I completely understood what you're saying because as time comes in and monies come in and these different aspects and generations that are not so well based in morals and standards and and preserving something it's more like how do i get the quick buck how do i do yeah. this <laughs> yeah. hip-hop has lost its way um so it takes people like us people like the ones we'll call the grumpy old men in hip-hop that's exactly what they'll do that we need you need us like people tell me cause you can't be active. like bro you need me to be here you need me to be saying like, no, 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 no. Right. Hip hop was better than hip hop was this. MC was a DJ with. They, I remember back in. You need people that want to preserve the original aspects of it, because otherwise, imagine if you just let it roll oh, wild bro, and crazy. It, I, I'd give it. I'd give it five to ten years before, you know, that it, it's completely not. I don't want to say extinct, but the DJ won't even be part of. You know, well, even now, yeah. like, I mean, if you think about it, the DJ now. Um, Where's the DJ at? It means something completely different yeah, out here, DJ. To, yeah, today is now, and yeah. uh, no diss, but like Paris Hilton's a DJ. Yeah. You know, not not to diss her or anything <laughs> like that, but you know, it's yeah. easy. It's easy to push buttons. It's, yeah. It's easy to pre-cue your stuff or whatever, but you know, there's an art form that's 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 that I think is disappearing, 
and that's the art of DJing, the art of even digging for records to me is an art. Yeah. You know, you'd be out there six, seven hours looking for records, you know what I mean? But still, being able to be better than the next person and have certain breaks, especially nowadays. I mean, back in the day, this was all new, so breaks would come, you know, I don't want to say easy, but it'll come a lot more often than now because now everyone's studied it and, yep. you know, whether you sample something that's new, but the DJ, the art form of the DJ, I think is, is, is dying out with, there's a, a bunch of hardcore fans like, like myself and mm -hmm. yourself and all that. But it's one of the reasons why we came in, cause it's like, you know, you remember a cool DJ red alert, right. you know, do you remember these cats? Yep. Like, so that, that's what, that's where I think uh, we would come out and, and be, Hey, you know what? DJs, B-boys, MCs and all that need the exact same love than, what is out there now? Right. You know, the MC, the rapper, the and, rapper—they actually do the rap. And you can't do it justice. You can't do hip hop justice if you don't talk about one of the biggest driving forces, which is competition. Yeah, bro. Which often leads you to today's subject. Yes, sir. On save the hip hop culture radio, which is beefs. Beefs. But let's get a little more specific because it is important to make a difference, like we spoke off uh, off air. Yeah. Beef and a battle. Now they can go hand in hand. And most often one will lead to the other, but they're not necessarily uh, um, companions all the time. Right. So you can battle someone that you don't know of, right? But if you're like the hottest dude, let's say in high school, you're like, oh, this MC is dope. And you get worried, like, yo, this MC has been killing it on a different, totally complete side from the other side. You might not have never crossed, but the minute you, you go, hey, they want to battle. Okay, boom, it's on. And you walk away and there's no beef. There's right. no like hatred and there's no dislike at the very minimum it's just pure competition battles but then again you can't have a beef yo this kid's been talking bad shit you you, you confront him it's not the right time not place for the battle so you do the escalates it, it, it builds escalates, right? and exactly. then you talk shit and he talks shit and he disses your mom and you just it builds up to the, like this battle to, to the beef right. to where it's really right. it'll get personal it'll get personal quickly right so it is important to make uh that distinction uh, but also accept and admit that it's a big part of hip hop. Yeah, you know. Oh yeah, the culture definitely. Um, like we were talking off air, um, beef, ba a, a battle, and 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 a beef. You said two completely different things. They do cross paths. Back in the day, it was. I mean, when 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 hip hop birthed itself, or when they whoever the the, the originators were. You know, I can name people, but let's just keep it at that. It was all competition. It was just, you know, uptown, downtown, who's better? You know, um, it was maybe way too early for L.A. To, to jump on. But let's just say for the sake of the conversation, L.A. Fresno, you know, it's like you're going to battle a whole other, you know, city. Um, and it comes down to DJs from different boroughs battling each other on that Saturday night. So DJs were battling no beef whatsoever. Yep. I mean, it was just like Africa Bambara is going <clears> to <throat> battle this person. Right. And, you know, you get together who had the loudest sound system. And that was that piece. You mm -hmm. know, you try to come back next week and do it again. Right. From the DJs uh, spinning all those, you know, the, the, the break beats and all that comes your B-boys. The B-boys mm -hmm. were the same thing. Like back in the day, and you got to understand hip hop and you out of all people know, but for the listeners, hip hop culture was birthed out of a negative if if i can say that these were gangs the bronx and and all that it, it was all gang infested poor you know poverty and all this stuff kind of did a, a a 180 uh some of it did a 180 for a positive note so you know these these battles 
were only a way to build. Mm -hmm. So again, these old, not all of them again, but these b-boys who were once maybe on the on the wrong track now instead of i'm gonna go pick up a gun or whatever let's go let's go battle let's let's put on our pumas and and let's you know so dynamic rockers and and uh, uh rock steady crew 1981 lincoln center they battled and I, if, if i'm not mistaken and if you know let me know pbs or, or or someone recorded the battle and it was on tv yes yeah so um you know people like uh Africa Islam, Baron Brothers in '77, if I if I'm not mistaken, they battled Funky Floor plus one more. You know, yeah. again that was the battle of uptown downtown. Mm -hmm. um, then you get again the B Boys, graffiti artists, and all that. But it leads us to, you know, around '86 '87, the notorious battles that kind of brought forth the MC, right? Uh, Given almost the MC more of the shine. Yeah. You know, you got early battles like Kumo D and um, and Busy B. You, you've, you've heard of that course. battle, right? Kumo D murdered right. Busy B. But uh, that was that was a change in hip-hop where, because, you know, before that it was nice rhymes, you know, your Sugar Hill type, you know, bebop stuff. You know, uh, uh, what's his name? Starsky was really just just rocking the crowd, mm -hmm. right? Feeling himself. Modi came in and he's like, he has his, to me, to this day, he has to be one of the top 20 MCs for me. If but, if you break it down, <clears throat> it's just the natural progression of things, right? So <clears throat> you're nice. You're a DJ, right. you're nice. Right. You're rocking house parties. DJ next door, nice. He's rocking house parties. At one point, you're gonna cross paths. And there's gonna be that debate of who's nice. Yeah, of course. It's just the way natural right. progression works. MC's nice on this block, MC's nice on that block. At one time, one fan's gonna be like, yo, have you heard this cat? No, this cat's better. No. And then it's gonna happen. It's a natural progression of the atmosphere that hip hop was born into. And like you're saying, it's not a, it was born from a negative, as in, it was a, a way to kind of rebel against the system right. and the man that was oppressing them and put them in. Yeah, it's a, it's a voice. It, it was a voice for the oppressed people, not to what it becomes, to what it became now. Now it's a completely different, it's unrecognizable. Exactly. Imagine cool, her, her at, flying through time and be like, yo, this is it. But he, yeah. His brain would fucking explode. Like, yo, this is what it's become. <clears throat> it's not what they, I'm sure, intended it to be. Right. Or maybe they didn't even have a forethought that far because it was like this is what's happening now well and, 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 and i've heard i've heard icons or or, or uh, pioneers speak through lectures or or on on youtube or whatever the case may be they're saying um uh, they're not when 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 they were doing this it was just something that needed to be it's just yep. it's a way in a, an escape so never did they think something like a, a, a 15 minute uh, rap, because that's how long I think we've spoke about this before. Where the raps or, or your there wasn't even rap songs, but your set was easily 15 20 minutes, right? You know, you see a Cold Crush song and it's you know 15 20 minutes, then slowly but surely you started getting cut short to fit the radio, and that's where you start getting that downfall of, mm -hmm. you know. But again, you ask Cool Herc, you ask uh, you know, Marley Morrow, whoever it is, it's like it's just something that they did because. You woke up and it was around you. That's that's just it. It was new. It was fresh. So, of course, they wouldn't have been like, yeah. So, okay, uh, in ten years, I'm making a record wasn't a thing back in the day. Right. You know what I mean? And that's also it's very important to point out that's not why they did it. It wasn't because to oh, I'm gonna get a record and right, make money. Yeah, exactly. Like initially, they were just like, yo, this is fresh. I like the way this feels. 
I like the way the props that I get and I like what comes out of it. You know what? And it's better than shooting each other. Yeah. It's better than killing each other. Yeah. That's just skills wise. And that really what determines a man. If Dude, it's very easy. I can accidentally kill you in a fight. Like, hit, oh, and I'm the winner now? Because like, no, no, no. But in skills, like there's, it's almost undeniably who's better yeah. when it's just purely based off something that's not physical because I'm stronger. I beat you because I know your pressure points. I beat you. No, no. If it's just purely mental skills, that really determines the yeah. winner. Yeah. But there are certain battles that have defined genres and entire generations in hip hop. And oh, like we yeah. spoke of, uh, you know, our generation or the generation now, it's mostly uh, Jay-Z and Nas, right? Well, now Drake and... Oh, what's his name? What's his name? Right, uh, but well, he, he also they didn't common battle Drake too, or they so they yeah, what, I mean, like if you go, but I think history will remember Drake and whatever the fuck his name is more than they'll remember Common. Oh, yeah, of well, Common and Ice Cube, like who's gonna be remembered more? Well, Drake, who's now, you know what I'm saying? But hip hop heads will know Common and Ice Cube had that beef back in the day. Cypress Hill and Ice Cube had that beef in the yeah. day. King like, Son and Ice Cube had beef too. I mean, Ice Cube was a, little, a very problematic MC when he was coming up. Yeah. Uh, but I'm saying. Look, Biggie and Pac, of course. Yeah, that, that's undeniable. That's standard, right? Jay-Z and Nas going to go a little, you know, that, those are standards. But before that, right, there was battles that also did the same for their generation and their time. One of them being the number one, or the first song that we'll, we're going to play here on Save the Hip Hop yeah, Culture sir. Radio. Yeah, go sir. ahead and, and, and so, tell me a little so bit about I'm, that. I'm why a, you chose that? I chose the Bridges Over yeah. Karis one. Uh -huh. right? uh, one, just because it takes me back to a certain time. Uh, but just that battle... Started off with The Bridge by MC Shan. Now, MC Shan was killing it at the time, right? Right. And there's a part in the song where Shan uh, says that they used to do it on uh, hip-hop. You know, uh, they used to do it out in the park. You know, I can understand the the whole, like you would say, your ego and all that. You're just trying to be better. Karis being like, yo, let's do it out in the park. What? We started in the Bronx. Now, for me personally, it didn't sound like Shan was saying that. But nonetheless, it turned into an answer record to... So MC Shan, so it was a South Bronx. Yep. That's another dope ass track, right? Um, that was that. Then there was beefs. Now you gotta you gotta link into Marley Morrow and Chuck Chillout were battling with uh, uh, with um, Marley Morrow and um, what's his name? It'll come to me. But they were battling on air, you know. So you know Red Alert being down with Boogie Down, and then Marley Morrow being down with. Juice Crew, where MC, MC Shan was, you know, it wasn't just one rapper, another rapper. It kind of like, I think it set the foot for you got beef, our squad has beef, you know, not so much. I mean, I can get to detail, but nonetheless, he, uh, Boogie Down Productions, Karis One re replies with South Bronx, kill the record. MC Shan replies with, I believe it's called Kill That Noise. Um, pretty dope. I think, I think it's one of those, like, it goes back to LL and, and, oh, Kumo D. Um, or not goes back, goes forward, because that's after. But it's a science of this rapper's kind of had his time. There's a new rapper coming in. Even Karis one says, you know, if it wasn't for MC Shan re replying with Kill That Noise to my record, I'd be nobody, you know? So it was kind of like a stepping stone. But to me, the song we're going to play right now, love MC Shan, but Chris murdered <laughs> Shan on this track. This, this song alone, right? And I want to say, it'd be fair to say that hip-hop competition beef between MCs had not reached this level yet right. in the in, in the state that hip-hop was in. Now, think about it. This is a young hip-hop. This is a very, when it's first still... 87, 88. It's still figuring it out. 
its way, its style, what's, what's going to define what, really what's going to define dope. Really, the, the word dope was barely being molded yeah. in its battles like this that molded it to be, to mean better than or hotter than, the more. And now dope means a lot of things. It could be better to do that's dope. The delivery was dope. The flow is dope, mm-hmm. and they can all be complete different things. Yeah, and one MC can be have a harder because because that's what they were known for, right? So one would be like the party MC. He get the party cracking, and then you'd have the super lyrical MC. That mm-hmm. that, that was more for thought provoking yeah. styles. So when when they collided, and they're like, "Oh, I'm dope." Well, why are you dope? Because I can do this, I can do this, but you can't do that. So the dopeness would collide, and this is what the result of that. KRS One delivering the bridges over was a, a standout track not only did it have massive radio play yeah but and it let and it opened up the way for battle songs to do that yeah to that have was it, right? the open exactly. battle and it was a well-delivered song at the perfect time with the perfect just everything around it need this track needed to happen yeah that beat and krs1 was the man to deliver it so we're gonna listen to it now okay so the track that you chose is what uh, the bridge is over. Right. Boogie Down Productions. Yep. Uh, it. I mean, there's nothing out. You got to listen to it, yes. and I'm sure everyone has. But listen to it. Great delivery, beat. Everything is perfect on this track mm-hmm. for me personally. It comes down to opinion, but nonetheless, bridge is over, baby. <laughs> With the slipper sensia Down with the sound called BDP If you want to join a crew Well you must see me You can't sound like Shan or the one Marley Cause Shan and Marley Marley My rhyming like the gay Picking up the mic man And don't know what to say Saying hip hop started out in Queensbridge Saying lines like that man You know them can't live So I tell them again Me come to tell them again Tell them again Me come to tell them again Tell them again Me come to tell them again Tell them again, me come to tell them Manhattan keeps on making it Brooklyn keeps on taking it Bronx keeps creating it And Queens keeps on faking it Speak up, you better off. 
rumors leak up Cause once created hip hop queens will only get dropped It's still telling lies to me Everybody's talking about the juice crew funny But you're still telling lies to me over baby bridge so it's over the uh, you, bridge is over oh. it, it, it was a hot song brother hot song <laughs> so you could see how uh, krs you know it was mc shan krs yep. but the whole crew came in you know marley Moore and all them he even called out roxanne Chante. that i think or this track right there even you could even say this beef this track and this beef spawned a whole other i don't want to say subculture but i mean this is this was battle like yeah Battle on wax, mm-hmm. you know, because back then the Kumo D and all that, that was, if you got on tape, that's it. This was on wax. We're going back and forth and rappers or MCs were making careers out of dissing somebody right. or, or calling somebody out. You right. know? Dis, I guess for, for the culture, it's dissing. Um, and from this, this battle, you'll get other battles oh, yeah. to spawn off of this. Very oh, nicely, by the way. Very nice. And again... Um, nothing is, and you can never do anything, and this is what I mean, nothing is possible, no, something is impossible until it's possible, and what I mean is this, you can never, uh, no one can lift up, uh, 50, 500 pounds, until one dude does it, and now you got six other dudes that can do it, and what I mean is that now they say, oh, it is possible, so I'm gonna attempt it, and now everyone can do it, right? Tony Hawk, you know, did the 900. No one can do it. Not everyone does it. Right. See what I'm saying? And this, uh, and this said, okay, oh, I can diss, or I can, I can, I can, I can cross that that road of just having to be, uh, I said a hip hop, just having to be just friendly. I could, I could kind of really invest emotion, time, and take out my issue with someone, which, which this gave birth to a whole new different type of MCs because um, now there's MCs that only do. This kind of hard, rough, raw, yeah, rugged, yeah, dissing of, thing, mm, right? Yeah, yeah. Because before, uh, let me, let me, yeah, let me, please. Before, like I said, the whole, uh, I mean, Kumo D, bro. Like, I have, if 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 you've heard it, it's kind of it's kind of rough. Um, hold on, BZB. I don't mean to be bold, but put that ball bitty ball bullshit on hold. Yeah, gonna tell you why. Uh, gonna tell you a little something why you no. Either way, the way he came at <laughs> Busy B, it was yeah. like, oh, like a punch to the gut. Yeah. So, but again, that's off. Re- that's off record. Um, Meaning an actual vinyl, not off record, but 
if you were there with the tape, then that circulates or whatever. But I could I could probably give Kumo D credit for almost this style that we're that we just listened to. Mm-hmm. But again, BDP and MC Shan took this to a whole a whole other level. I just want to get I was just going to get that out. And and uh, opened up hip hop to a new world. Opened up MC into a new world because now you're allowed to do this. You can do this, yeah. and it's a profitable thing, and it's accepted for two well established MCs to go at it and walk away friends. Now exactly. you ask them, dude. KRS One and, and uh, uh, Shan, best of friends. Marley Mar, Shard. What am I? At? Both. Both friends. Like they, they're that. And let me say this: DJ Red Alert chose sides very, very well established, saying. Um, uh, uh, I'm a KRS as well. I'm with KRS. Like this is the side that I'm gonna go with, right? A boogie down is the one that I pick, and that's a loud statement from the DJ back in the day, right? Yeah. right? And it, it so it kind of gave the air to separate and choose the MC you go with. Um, so I'm very grateful for this type of battle, for this type of of interaction in hip hop, which gave birth to a lot of different battles. And you know, and we fast forward a little bit, right? Uh, you're gonna go with my choice. Yes. That I battle complete different mentalities in both. Uh, it still involves one of the pioneers, and for me, it's second round knockout by cannabis. Damn. Now <clears throat> this is this is uh <laughs> this, we're, we're gonna get a little crazy up in here. Uh yeah. So let's forward. I don't know what are we talking. Uh, I want to say this was ninety. No, not even ninety. No, it was ninety. Oh yeah, it was ninety eight. Yes, because uh here it is. Unknown MC, basically, right? outside of mixtapes mix and all that stuff. Very well-known, dominant, lyrical monster, cannabis. Not even not the cannabis he is now, where he's at legendary status. There's a hungry MC, unknown cannabis, Method Man, Red Man. Who am I missing? LL. LL. That's it. Them four, right? For that song. Four, three, two, one. Yes. I don't know why it's uh, that's classic, but it's escape. DMX. DMX. No. Yeah, DMX is on there. Oh, damn. We're going to sound stupid now. No, no, no. Okay. So, <laughs> history lesson. Little history lesson. And correct me if I'm completely off. Yeah, okay? yeah. So, Method Man, Red Man, DMX, Cannabis, and a little Cool J. Hmm. The least known of them, I'm going to go ahead and say it was Cannabis. Obviously, not LL. Right. Method, no, Ma- I, Method I, I, and Red yeah. doing their thing. And, and DMX being the heart, you know, the dog of his town. Cannabis, but cannabis being respected by all the, all of them there, or he would not be included in that circle of MCs, right. right? So they all knew he had the skills. Uh, Method does a verse, Red does a verse, everything's cool. Hoity toity, and uh, DMX does his thing. Blah. Cannabis being a big LL fan, at least from what cannabis tells you, right? Says two bars that, in his words, cost him his career. Right, but those two bars were not intentionally there to disrespect LL. Yeah, we're not there to uh, uh, harm or to do any other thing, but just kind of really give him props is what he was saying, right? And do you? I mean, I mean, <laughs> in little interlude. Yeah. Do Do you take it that way? Do you think? It was, I totally did. I think. Oh, I, you thought it was a diss? No, L? no. Oh, okay, okay. No. No, that's my question. Be- did you take it as a diss to L? And before we let you know what those lines are, uh, you know, they interview like there's an interview with Method Man. Right. And, I was just gonna say that. And they, and Method Man's like, yo, uh, LL Cool J took it as a disrespect. None of us even gave that line a exactly. second thought. Exactly. We saying. were all. He just took it the way he did, and if that's the how the way the man wants to take it, that's the way he's gonna take it. And now cannabis is responsible for. What he said, right? 
And then KRS-One is also has an interview where he's like, yo, if your cannabis is unknown rapper, dude, don't even mention LL, the, the best known out of all those five rappers. The guy who probably put the track together, the guy well, he, it was, it was a, yeah, 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 it was an LL track. Don't, don't, why, why would you even try to like, poke at it? I poke at the dog, yeah, like the big dog, bro. bro. You're, you're lucky to be on the track. You, you know what's crazy though? Yeah. Um, it, I mean, can, can KRS, and I'm not calling KRS out, but can KRS really say that though? Because back then, um, you know, he responded to Shan and Shan was, Shan was the man. I'm trying to rhyme here, but right. like, you know, it's kind of the same thing. Cannabis. Uh, different situations obviously I don't think cannabis intended it to be hey we're gonna have a beef out of this but right. that's why I asked you I didn't take it as a diss I did not either I wasn't like you and, know but and had, hearing it back you can clearly see cannabis did not have that intention no not because nothing else in the verse relayed back to a disrespect or a, those two lines they moved on like it nah, wasn't was like it. this right uh, but one rhyme, one line, one verse has started a humongous Huge. controversies in hip hop, and and the debate of who won that battle—that's beyond. But you and, know, and I don't, I don't know if there is very if it's some 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 people would never give the winner credit just because who the winner is mm. in a lot of a lot of battles in hip hop. Right. Nas still is debatably the winner. How is he debated? No. How do you debate that? You can't debate ether. You can't do that. You can't say, oh, no, Jay-Z had a better comeback. No, he did not. Well, the funny thing is fa different factors come into play now. Yeah. Now is, oh, but that the, the, the track that Jay-Z came back at was, oh, the beat was hot. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's cool, but we're, talk we're talking. If we're battling, if these two MCs going at it, fuck, dude, acapella it. Who has the exactly, better? Who? Exactly. And it goes back. Yeah. People, don't, people don't use the art of lyricism anymore to be like, this is the victor of this battle. Like, it, the beat? They, Come they, on, brother. They're, what they're doing now is they're finding ways to make whoever they like the winner. Right. And if they don't have the hottest lyrics, oh, but his beat was better, so he's the winner. Yeah. See, so give the, the so give the victory to the producer then. Exactly, yeah. and who knows who produced it? You don't know. Yeah, exactly. You know, so, uh, so the line was, um, <laughs> I'm trying to remember it per word per word, and I'm sure I'll get it completely wrong. But it was in reference to so Elo has a mic tattooed on his right arm. Which is why cannabis had it or has it now. Right. Just little, yeah, points. yeah. Throw it so out you there. know, yeah, throw it out. So there. cannabis, being that big of a fan of LL, um, he says, "I'm gonna borrow the mic from, from your, your arm, yeah. from your arm, and rock it." Blah 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 blah. He moves on, and that was it. You know, I'm gonna find it because I gotta, I gotta find out exactly what it is. Okay, so hold on. All right, so after much debate, see, and this is what I'm talking about. This is why it's so difficult. Okay, so we look at like the original 4321 track, which mm. had DMX, Method Man, Red Man, LL Cool J, and Cannabis. Right. You look at versions, Cannabis' verse is completely removed. You look at the lyrics, the lyrics are completely moved. They're around. There's a misconception. There's a movement because people don't, they do the same thing they did with Jay-Z and all. It doesn't make financial sense in the business to say that Jay-Z lost. If you are an MC or a DJ and you say Jay-Z lost, now you got to deal with never working with Jay. Like, you know what I'm saying? So they, they do the same thing with LL. Yeah. So, but the line was, hey, basically going, hey, there's a mic on your arm. Can I borrow Can that? Can I borrow that? Basically, Cannabis says that to LL. Well, and it's, and it's basically, a, 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 I mean, you can say it's, kind of like a tag team everyone's cut I mean it's a posse I don't want to say a posse cut but it's a, a cut of all raw MCs right? right and it's kind of like you go back and say I'm going to pass the torch like we're coming at you guys and here 
Hold it. Boom. It's like, I'm yo, I'm sitting. You're next. Yo, I'm rocking the mic prop. I'm going to pass it to my left. Yeah, and yeah, let my man like rock that. it. Like some, hey, it, it, let me borrow So it. they mention each other going back and forth. And Cannabis being an LL fan, it was like, yo, the reference to his arm. Like, yo, this will be dope. He just said, and he never disrespects. There's nothing else in the line. So what happened was LL Cool J heard the verse. He wrote a diss verse to it and added it to the unofficial official version of it. He contacted Cannabis. He said, if you take your line off, I'll remove my verse that's dissing you for that line. Cannabis removes it and adds a new, complete new line. LL, being the owner of the track, being the bigger of the two stars, does not do that. So now here comes his beef. right? And uh, uh, Mama said, knock you out. Also, legendary hip-hop diss track, Cannabis. He lines like 99% of your fans don't exist. That really like stuck cannabis. You know what I'm saying? Like he's getting dissed by his hero at this point. Yeah. But cannabis being an MC at heart, regardless of who it is, has to to reply. And he comes with what the song that I chose, Second Round Knockout. Classic, bro. Classic. um, Diss track. Talk about, you know, nowadays. Nowadays, cats. Uh, we'll say, oh, that track is fire, or this right here. I mean, this is fire right here. Think about the the time when it was released, and what are, what are we looking at here? We're thinking uh, 90, yes, ninety eight on Universal. Yeah. So, yeah. think of where hip hop is been, right? So, yeah. Pac, Biggie, Law, gone, gone. Now this new era, the New York MC has fucking free spree now because there's no west coast to like even really mention at that time besides you're already established snoop Dre, canada for like 10 years the west coast had nobody people don't remember this yeah they really did not have anyone and now new york is running rampant these are all new york rappers right um cannabis being the lyrical uh mixtape and freestyle king comes and delivers this well put together track insane insane track. insane track so we're gonna go ahead and listen to my choice for yeah, good choice too. uh it's great <laughs> great choice very 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 good cannabis choice. second round knockout here on save the hip-hop culture radio hey mike kaiser here speaking with the cannabis man over here yo cannabis your main objective out here is to do nothing but eat 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 MCs for lunch breakfast hey man they've been playing me all my life man you know, I won a title a couple of times, did right, but they can't hurt us, man. We're going to do it. Get up in this ring, man. Put on these gloves. Let me show you how to handle it. You, I'm going to let the world know the truth. You don't want me to shine. You study my rhyme. Then you laser vocals at the mind. That's a bitch move. Something that a homo rapper would do. So when you say that you platinum, you're only dropping clues. I studied your background. Read the book that you wrote. We searched your footnotes about how you used to sniff coke. Fronting like a drug-free role model. You disgust me. I know bitches to see you smoke weed recently. You walk around showing off your body because it sells. Plus to avoid the fact that you ain't got scales Mad at me cause I kick that shit real niggas spell 99% of your fans wear high heels From Ice-T to Kumo D to Jay-Z Now you wanna fuck with me? You must be crazy You drippin' with whack juice and you can't get it off You better be prepared to finish what you start, hey, 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 nigga You just hold it right there We got another nigga on the fighter The two trucks If I see one more you're out of here, brother You understand? You'll be disqualified Stop being a bitch We can't be seen fight Harder than that, man. You don't want no bitch ass niggas hanging out with me, man. We're warriors, man. When we go into battle, we come out. Respect that I deserve, or well, I'ma take it by force. Blast it with a 45 call. Make you.
you somersault Shock you with a couple hundred thousand fall thunderbolts Before you won in the war, now you wanna talk It's about who strikes the hardest, not who strikes first That's why I laugh when I hear that whack ass verse That shit was the worst rhyme I ever heard in my life Cause the greatest rapper of all time died on March 9th God bless his soul, rest in peace kid It's because of him, now at least I know what beef is It's not what I would call this See this is something different A faggot nigga trying to make a living off a dissing Somebody that he gotta know is better than him But he feeling himself cause he got more cheddar than him Well let me tell you something, you might got more cash than me But you ain't got the skills to eat a nigga's ass like me And if you really wanna show off, we can get it on Live in front of the cameras on your own sitcom I let you kick the first, fuck it, I let you kick them all I'd even wait for the studio audience to applaud now watch me rip the tap from your arm Kick you in the groin Stick you for your vanguard award In front of your mom Your first, second, and third born Make your wife get on the horn Call Minister Farrakhan So he can persuade me to squash it I say no, nah, he started it He forgot what a hardcore artist is A hardcore artist is a dangerous man Such as myself Trained to run 20 miles in soft sand On the off land Programmed to kick hundreds of balls off land From a lost and forgotten land You done did it man You done spitted some wax shit And probably thought that because it's been a minute I forget it Fuck that, cause like I'm in a cube, I see the bitch in you And I'ma make the world see you too, motherfucker Ladies and gentlemen, we have a new lyrical weight champion By second round knockout, 3 minutes and 40 seconds Can I go? Yo, cannabis, man, you moving like my Tiger Kenya, man You're in and out and you're angry with your flow, man But dig, right? You got, you got to meet me, that's your name, cannabis Your whole, your whole agenda is to eat these niggas, man They have no business to be on the same stage with you this week in hip hop. 28 years ago this week, Dana Dane's 1997 debut album, Dana Dane with the Fame, is certified gold by the Record Industry Association of America. It was produced by Herbie Lovebug and released on Profile Records. The album included the classic joint, Cinderfella. We salute Dana Dane. Save the hip hop culture radio. Second round knockout by cannabis. Now, uh, having heard the LL response, what, you, what was it called? Uh, Rip, the Ripper Strikes Back. Cavin compared. We're not going to air that one for time's purposes. Because uh, it's not so good. <laughs> and, it's not, and it's not as good. And no, I think bro, no. it's important to point that out because a lot of people still say LL won the battle. Mm. Diddy, lyric on a lyrical lyrical stance, lyrical point of view, not career wise, not this, because dude, cannabis still holds a legendary MC for all the stuff he did after that. Right, dude, Rip the Jacker is one of the greatest albums in hip hop history delivered, and you you probably never even heard of it, dude. It's legendary. It's an it's a masterpiece produced by um. Stoop. The Stoop, Enemy of Mankind yeah. from Jedi Mind Tricks fame. Yeah. You know him. Dude, that album was my Bible for a very long time. It was one of those like God Loves Ugly personal journals where it was like, just one that you, I could you keep that close over yeah, right. and over. It was, it was my heart. And not just that, the freestyles and this and that and that. And unfortunately, Cannabis did have a, a subpar performance in the battle against disaster. Um, but nonetheless, they're considered one of the best lyricist in hip-hop history although cool j holds a different a completely different title than cannabis who's more respected it would be depending on who you're asking right and what and, and how we talked about what factors are you bringing into the table um to me personally it's if there's a battle 
um, and this is almost a beef actually, but it was. I'm, this is a beef. Uh, this this I would clarify right? as a beef. Yeah, and I would I go into it judging it off of lyricism, uh, delivery, the beat. Yeah, I mean, uh, Jay Lives once said, you know, you can have a dope beat and whack rapper. I'm this is not quote unquote, but or, or you could have a good rapper and a whack beat. I think personally, touching a little bit, touching a little bit on this, cannabis for some of his albums didn't quite get the right production for his lyrics. Um, with Rip the Jacker not being one of them, that that one was good. Uh, what is the other one? Uh, my curriculum is it? Not my what was it called? My club. My club. So we're talking uh, like C. Oh, what is it? What do they call it? The C. That was just called. I think one of them was just called C, right? And then the one oh his his debut the one you're talking about I think is hip hop for sale yeah where, where he tried to make his commercial little crossover and never it never succeeded never got off the ground um but then again spawned a different beef between the man who kind of mentored him Wyclef John yeah. from uh, Fuji's from fame Fuji's yeah now <clears throat> that's a completely different this like mismanagement of funds and uh, uh just he and he 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 has a line where he says uh you didn't like my you didn't like my second album I can't call it why cliff owned it like he just you know fully understood and blames white yeah, cliff for yeah, the yeah. and that, and, might and that was true. already that was already brewing too i mean yeah uh, white cliff i think didn't do a good job at promoting his debut album right. personally yeah um you know, we yeah. could t- we could touch on that too, but that was more that was more behind the scenes. That wasn't like let me grab a mic and I'm nicer than you and stuff like that. But but uh, going back to this 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 beat because there were several go you know back and forths. Yeah. There's another track that Cannabis came at LL Cool J, right. but I think the standout track was the one you just played your choice, which was Second Round Knockout. There's no way the follow up record by by LL Cool J was to me personally. Right. Second threes. Mm-hmm. Soul, right? Opinion, <laughs> and it comes down to opinion if you really think about it. It really does, and it doesn't. Yeah. Though, like, it comes down to opinion, mm-hmm. but it also comes down to just if you are involved in hip hop, right? To a certain extent, not just fan level, like involved in providing hip hop and making hip hop, and you're in the industry in the game as we both are. I think across the board, it becomes the reality that cannabis. With second round knockout, just beat LL. Just on, on, on that on that status. Now, if you want to say LL is the winner now because he's more famous and he's a, that's, he that's, has a career. That's our wise. That's other that's yeah. otherwise. Yeah. But yes, so that was my choice just because it, again it defined hip hop. It was like, yo, and it wasn't East West. It wasn't no, it was New York MCs, East Coast MCs going at each other as they tend to do. Just a, that's just a, who's the dopest. A miscommunication, a misspoken line. I think it was just Lo's ego. Yeah. At that point. Yeah. yeah. You know, trying to. Well, and you, you also had to. We don't. We weren't there at the studio. Right. You know, there's definitely several accounts of it, but you know, I, I've met some MCs that, hey, come down to the studio. You show up to the studio, and you. I mean, you're an MC. You, I'm, I'm an MC. Right. I'm coming to a studio. I'm gonna try to wild out. I'm, right. I'm gonna try to show you what I'm about. Mm-hmm. But when an M, another MC invites you, you, it's kind of like. This is my house, right. quote unquote. Yep. So maybe, maybe El Kuje was already on that ego. Like y'all are coming to my track, and well, they are, and I think they all understood it. All being lesser yeah. known than yeah. LL, being LL, 
Red Man, Method Man, Cannabis, DMX, still up and coming rappers, all with their own name, but they are there with the king of the place, LL. Yeah, yeah well, he goes 80, 85, you know. He goes but back. like you said, look, like, I just made a track with Salvajes and Edifica. Salvajes, homies, yeah. And Edifica is a beast, bro. Edifica is one of the few MCs that I've like personally met where. Not only did I feel nervous, like I feel my shit could have been harder after I listened to him lay his shit down. Like I'm like, this motherfucker's gonna make me rewrite my yeah, shit. Yeah. And that was yeah, that's cool though. But that's that that's why I did the track first, because I'm like, okay, it's been a while since I actually sat down and and did something dope. I'm very happy with keeping up with Edifica. I think I did a good job. Yeah. I think you, the verses are dope, the verses that it, it, it even the flow went so good we're doing a set. We already did a second track. Uh, but it was I'm gonna go harder. I'm gonna go harder. Yeah. I'm gonna go better. I'm gonna, that's just what it is, you know. Uh, but again, I think it was just a mis- LL just kind of took a personal idea what it did. Yeah, a but ego to thing. me, that was my choice just because my favorite one, my top three cannabis. One of it always switches uh, was there, and he did a good job, and he delivered a classic. Yeah. No. Yeah. So what do you where do you think where are we going next? Um, we got two more. Give me another one. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm actually and I'm probably dating myself, but yeah. I'm gonna go back. <laughs> I'm gonna go back a little bit. Okay. Oh, um, see, I like this this, this hip hop time travel and, shit. And there, and there's a reason why, um, because hip hop has seemed to looks like or actually is more male driven. Oh yeah. Um. So I want to show some love to to a, a beef or a battle rather by uh, MC Light and Antoinette. Mm-hmm. Um. Personally, the, the 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 one that I think came out harder um, is Ten Percent Disc by MC Light, which is what we're gonna listen to right now. It was just, you know, you had your female MCs before that. You had Sequence, you had the Mercedes Ladies, but it wasn't to where it's like I, you know, I pulled out a full album. You know, I I believe Sequence got a twelve inch album out. Mercedes never, Ladies never did, but you know, they were rocking houses. You know, park jams and all that good stuff, but. It gets to the point, you know, and we had Roxanne Shantae dissing, uh, you know, the whole Shantae Wars yep. and all that spawned off of UTFO. But MC Light came fierce with that flow, bro. And and to me, MC Light <laughs> has got to be one of the illest female MCs. I think one of the illest MCs, regardless of John, of sex. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's one of the best, one of the one of the best lyricists yeah. that was, dude, of that time. Um, and unfortunately. Now, which is why we need to save the hip hop culture, whether you realize that it needs saving or not, it does. The female MC or female rapper, female whatever, is not your MC Lights. It's not even your Lauren Hills. It's not your Medusa. It's not your Jean Grace. It's not that. It's an ass. It's a pair Sadly, of tits. Yeah. That it's your fucking Ziggy, whatever the fuck her name is, horrible. Just because you, everyone wants to fuck her, and she gets to stay. Just dude, put her down, and it's happened. Here's a here's a beat flow. Flow is horrible. It is established. It's a known fact. The reason why these Nicki Minaj's and these people are up there is not because they can spit. So it, that hip hop that you call hip hop is completely unrecognizable to an MC light. Like MC light, yo would. De- demolish these girls yeah, lyrically yeah. You, you uh, people nowadays forget this uh, you, there's there's room for everything bro I mean obviously you're not gonna go to a club and be like let me hear some cannabis right well, actually I might but that's just uh, me bro I, I mean your average <laughs> I, I'm like yo uh, dude have you heard For Whom the Bell Toes oh yes For Whom the Beat Toes yes. by Cannabis yes. that in t- again I remember I had a choice it was like cannabis it was that cannabis album and something else and I was like yo alright I'm gonna fuck with cannabis just cause the heart 
out, dude, that album, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People don't know how dope cannabis literally is. They don't want to give them that opportunity because all you know is the king of the dot shit. Fuck that. Cannabis was a monster on the wake up show, oh, on New York radio. He would tear it down. He is one of the best lyricists. So look that up. Sorry. Yeah, I know. I, 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 I love it. This is this is talk radio, baby. <laughs> uh, so uh, MC Light. Uh, 10% diss. Um, just at, at the time, the, I'll set it up real quick. Um, it, it was, um, they were kind of going back and forth. Uh, you know, and they came at MC Light saying like, yo, this girl over here, um, Antoinette, stole the beat. Yep. Um, from uh, Audio Two, you know, they're using the same beat. And back then, it was like, yo, this is my, this is my sample, whatever. You know, you flip it, you got to make it unrecognizable, where you can have the same drum pattern. But again, this is why. Um, this is before it was acceptable to bite. Right. Exactly. We'll In copy styles. Again, does it need saving? It fucking absolutely does because there's no there's no regulations, there's no law of what's good, what's right, and that's that's ridiculous, dude. Jay Z made an entire fucking career biting people's lines, and somehow he's the greatest of all time. Yeah. Well, give credit to all the people he bit, Ice T, uh, everyone, everybody, and then say he might be all right. There's a fine line between biting and paying homage, and you can walk it. Atmosphere does it. He'll he'll do like an LL style line. He'll deliver an iced tea type line, but it's completely different texture. You add it. You add. You know, I, there's no way. I'll tell you. Just you know, I know we're going somewhere with it. But when I started rhyming in '92, I was only 12. Um, I took like okay, let me get a little bit of a rock him. Yeah, for you know, sure. You, you kind of you mimic. Bro, sure. That's understandable. Yeah. But, you develop your style. If you're making a career, if you're make you're establishing yourself, like I'm just gonna, you know, borrow these couple lines from, you know, whoever it is, Chino XL. But if you're copying lines, entire lines, that's not paying homage. You're getting away with it because of your your name or the popularity that you're going well, is check, kind of acceptable. Check Drake uh, taking rap and forte's shit. And Forte came out. Hold on, let me, let me say this though. Insider info, a little insider info. I got word, and I and I'll try to think about who told me. Rapping Forte gave Drake unofficially the okay to do that. Oh shit! Then he went back and sued them. So what I think what happened was having no attachment to Drake. They're like, yo, this is money. Go okay with it. Once he does it, we'll put it in the lawsuit. He can't say it didn't happen because it's not written. That kind of thing. That's what I heard went down. I know the manager. I know the manager. Uh, he'll go unnamed. Do your research. Kind of a shady character. Okay. Um. So I could I could totally see that happening. But the word is industry word is that he did give him the okay to use it unofficially, so it's not written or nothing. So Drake went ahead and used it. Went back to suit Drake. Yeah. And All got right. The money for. Insider news. Insider news. Yeah, brother. Uh, so, go ahead. I, All right. So again, I, oh, I haven't heard this in years. Yeah, this bro. is old school, brother. So, again, MC Light, one of the illest MCs to ever touch the mic. Yep. Side note, female, doesn't matter. But, again, 10% disc going at Antoinette. <laughs> Nerve, you MC sucker. I thought I ought to tell you better yet. 
Cause I'm a run and tell your whole damn plan that you're a
right. So that was ten percent diss. MC Light, dude. I, I mean, let's let's first and foremost point out how many samples were taken. Came out of that. Were, beat, verbal, uh, style. How many things were borrowed from that song? Now, just that one song. Just that one song. Now, if you if you know your way around hip hop, you recognize like a, um, you better be you better be warned. You know that kind of stuff. You dilated people's done that. Right. right. Uh, um, and beat then hit them up. Hit him up, yeah. right? Uh, that talking. Uh, you ain't. I'll tell you to your face. You yeah, ain't man. shit but a faker, dude. Right there, and that's just the style, the when, delivery. And, and uh, a bunch of DJs, and you know, if if anyone follows like the DMC championships and all that, um, a lot of a lot of MCs, a lot of DJs sampled stuff off of this, right? You know, for their for their sets or whatnot. It right. might be a little too underground for some, but yeah. Uh, but I think I think it, I think we're free to talk like that because if you reach this podcast, if you reach this radio show. You're at a certain level. I like to think in hip hop. You're not gonna. You're not gonna find this. You know, transmitted on 106 or some bullshit like that. This will be someone who's searching their way down to hip hop. Yeah, the ra- hip hop's rabbit hole, and you've came and you reached our level now. Um, so very dope, very dope. But before we go to my last last song and we, we close down the show, there are some um, honorable mentions that I think we can go yeah, back and yeah, forth, definitely. even if they're just on the spot, yeah. because. Um, of course, uh, we had this debate with Baca. Mm-hmm. Uh, Baca said, oh, it's the greatest diss track of all time <laughs> was Hit Em Up by Tupac. God bless Baca. But I think Baca lacks that knowledge that goes back. And not not to diss him, but right. he, it just my, it's just not his generation. I love Baca. It's not, it's I love not Baca. that. I, oh, shout out to young Baca. But I think uh, someone who's more involved and been around and seen hip hop longer in this terms We'll know a lot more districts, right? So one that I like to mention, and let's just keep it. We can even do a relatable commercial, um, Slaughterhouse by oh. Cannabis. Oh no, I'm sorry, by uh, Westside Connections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who were they dissing? Uh, Slaughterhouse. Common. This was a common district. But uh, no, I'm trying to think. Was this? Yeah, it was Slaughter. It was it was yeah, yeah, Westside Connections. Was, this was after, um, or is it the beginning? Oh, uh, this was I. No, this was maybe one or two songs already uh, in. Already in, huh? Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying and, to. And what happened was, uh, 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 so if I'm not mistaken, Common hmm. mentions or says. It, uh, so the 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 this the 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 beef is the, this. Okay, what's the beef? On West Side Connection, kind of took uh, Ice Cube. And you know what? I'll say West Side Connection. I don't know if it was, you know, someone have to, had sparked it. Not, okay. Whether it's Mac 10, Dub C, whoever. Common comes out with his debut. I don't know if it was his debut, but the the classic, I used to love her. Mm-hmm. Right. And where he says, you know, he's saying like, you know, he's talking about like it's a girl, but t- obviously we all know it's hip hop. Yep. Where he's saying like the West, you know, when he yep. talks about having, you know, mess with people with the West. Um, I think it's another situation where LL. And, and and cannabis like LL took it the wrong way. Yeah, I think this is another issue like that. You okay, know, West Side Connection took it the wrong way. Maybe thinking this in the West, and I think that's where it kind of spawned off from. Because and I might be wrong. Yeah. That's one beef. I love Common's track, "The Bitch in You." Love it. Never really looked into that 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 beef too much. Right. Uh, again, this is you know, and you'll have different ones, but so uh, "The Bitch in You" came out from yeah. Common. Now this was shocking because Common at the time. Before the Target fucking Target commercials that he's doing now, <laughs> uh, Common was known as uh, what do they call him? Uh, 
what's the name for rappers that talk about enlightenment? What do they call that? About what? There's a word for those states. They name a conscious, conscious rapper. He Common was very much known to be that kind of like soulful and yeah, was cool down. Just... And, you know, he was this dude from Chicago and he was just like real peaceful and calm down type dude. So when he delivered the bitching you, right, dissing hardcore thug rapper uh, Ice Cube, people paid attention. Yeah. Right. And uh, and I'll tell you this another. I don't know if it's insider information, but uh, Dub C kind of stepped back from the battle. He didn't want anything to do with it. He was like, yo, that's kind of yo, guys. But Mac 10 being this blood hook, he jumped in also. And blah, blah, blah. Uh, that's one mention, right? Also, look, uh, Ice Cube was a very problematic MC. That's what I, I was going to go there. Cypress Hill, and this is kind of documented. Ice Cube stole, uh, I want to say, uh, uh, the chorus. Yeah, for. Um well, Throw Cypress your hands Hill, yeah. in the air Cypress Hill and wave them all around like you Cube just don't care. In the studio, yeah, and they wanted to show, or I guess he wanted a track for um, for the Friday soundtrack, yep. right? And Cypress Hill was doing their, you know, they're 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 doing a new album, and they're like, hey, we want to this this is from Be Real. Mm-hmm. We want to show you a track that's going to be our next single off a new album. They sh- uh, they show him uh, Throw Your Set in the Air, mm-hmm. and um, Cube heard it. That was that. Yep. According to Be Real, mm-hmm. you know, quote, I'm quoting Be Real, Ice Cube asked to hear it again. Right? That was that, you know, they gave him um, you know, some smoking song or whatever, I can't remember the name of it, uh, for the soundtrack. That was that, released the soundtrack, and Cube came out with Throw Your Set or, you know, that song, Friday. And the chorus was similar to what he had heard from Be Real. You know, they kind of go back and forth. I don't want to take too much time, but they go back and forth and the beef is spawned out of that. Yeah. And and now again, West Coast uh, groups going at each other. Yeah, yeah. That shit was getting real because uh, Cypress Hill represented a lot more the Hispanic Man. side of L.A., right? And obviously uh, Ice Cube, you know, the the black or even not, not even sure. Yeah, let's say the black, right? There was this big confrontation where like the like Hispanic gang members were like, yo, we'll, we'll roll with you if you really want to go at Ice Cube like we'll fuck shit will get physical the altercations will get real and I think Cypress Hill be real being as as smart an individual he was he was like yo that's not at that time of the game you know Pac had just died it was just not the right moment the right time to do it and um, that that beef was was put away right it was was squared off give me give me one give me an honorable mention Uh, well see and this is not I mean I'll I'll give you stuff that really didn't go on wax how about that okay and we'll keep it at Ice Cube Ice Cube again known for debatably known for I'll say it that way but it's there you can't (laughs) deny it for for stealing hooks or whatever not taking anything from him because he's a great writer but um, King Sun a lot of people might not know who King Sun is Mm -hmm. but King Sun had a song uh, that I don't know if it was called Wicked or had referenced I'm Wicked or you know whatever that was that Cube comes out with a song called Wicked you know and, I, and I'll touch on an actual instance King Sun rushed to stage trying to get at Ice Cube when he was singing that track Wicked uh, trying to say he bit it or whatever um, I believe security came and got Sun before he got on stage and that was that Cube is re- re- debatably you know saying I am still wicked, meaning like subconsciously I took your track or I took something off of you. That was that. King Sun Ice Cube, that was another beef. Um, there's an, an, no Vaseline. Yeah, but who was that for? 
No, no Vaseline was for NWA. Okay. Yeah, it was for Easy E and them. Yeah. That yeah, I can't. That was a killer ass track. Uh, speaking Easy E, another honorable mention that I think you cannot go without mention. Real motherfucking G's. Yeah, he came out by Easy E. He came out. You want to talk about legendary hip hop diss tracks? That track is barbaric till this day. Yeah, just the beginning. No, lets you know something dope is about to go down, and Easy E being so original, so groundbreaking with a lot of shit that he wrote. Uh, and then uh, well, you know, go ahead, please. Yeah, well, this is a whole. That might be a whole other podcast, but I have uh, respect Easy uh-huh. E. But you know, he in the beginning, I and, I, and I'm not going to tell you when. In fact, he was writing his own stuff, but you know, for the most part, he wasn't. He wasn't physically writing his own right. music. But yes, that that track, brother. Like, there's no way you can talk about beef or or diss tracks and not mention that track to to Drake. So, or, or fucking all death road for that matter. And it comes to like knowing your hip hop history the way you know your diss tracks. Another one that I'll mention before we get to our final one, uh, Master Ace oh. and Boogeyman. Yeah. Now listen Ooh. again, Master Ace being. The, like storytelling and being a very lyrical, very well, very sitting back, coming out with that diss track. Like, fuck you and fuck beats for playing. Right. Like yo, it was like boom delivered. Who's the winner of that? You don't know. Who has the bigger career now? Obviously, Master Ace, historic, legendary MC. There's that one, and you can you can really dig in and really find some, some yeah. There's good there, shit. I mean, there's there's another one here. Um, I don't. This really, I wouldn't say this is beef. This was more like you know difference of opinions but nonetheless there was a, a track that came out of it um x-clan and boogie damn or mm-hmm. x-clan and krs1 mm-hmm. x-clan was calling krs1 a humanitarian making mm-hmm. fun of him mm-hmm. uh, you know because x-clan was more pro-black and shouts out to brother jay uh, i don't i've i've personally never seen and i've talked to jay too and and i've never had a chance to actually ask him this but um what spawned that you know obviously humanitarian because uh, you know Karis one started off a certain way and then he was kind of getting worldly. He was studying his stuff, you know, his, his religions and all that stuff. So XM being pro black probably saw that like, yo, you're, you're switching up on us. Like, you know, but it never turned into any beef other than what it is. Right. You know, like yeah. it, it, it's just a, a difference. Example of, of how you can do the track and move on. Nothing physical. That's no it. Yeah. And, and I think it was fire and earth that, that came out where, you know, Brother Jay is calling out KRS One. Right. Nothing came out of it. Right. It's just an honorable mention. So to say, uh, "Hit 'Em Up" is the greatest diss track in hip hop history. You're uh, kick, uh, kicking the door, but Biggie. I mean, like, yo, uh, do this. You can go on. There's all, yeah, and I, on. I mean, even you even, ought to debate Ether being a little better than "Hit 'Em Up." But my choice, right? See, and I and me personally, yeah. I don't think "Hit 'Em Up" is any like it wouldn't be in my top ten or fifteen diss tracks. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Just because, I mean. We'll, I mean, we can get into it later, yeah. but you know, it, Pac had all but a few bars. The bars were hard, yes, but it was the fact that I'm gonna let you, uh, I'm gonna let my, just finish you. Like you're even on, on my level, yeah. and someone else comes in. Like I know, but I, I mean, think that kind of that kind of that's more of a diss. Like saying, that, yo, that is too, dog, yeah. you're not even on me. I'm gonna let the little homies get at you, and the little homies will come hard at you. And uh, there was an involvement D12 and dilated peoples, like, right? Yo, like you want to talk and about that's, that's total 180. Like, what th- who, who, and why? But they went at it, dude. Again, okay, Bobby Fisher by evidence. Y'all calling out Ev? You 
got it. Yo, a blind fag took my kindness for a weakness. But instead of coming hard through a weakness, 12 of his friends, at first I was speechless. Is it cause you lack pussy or lack meekness? It's always your type, itchy and quick to bust off. Ruin the party, soliloquy of chaos. In his verses, jumping jacks, a little warm up. There'll be no bullshit, there'll be no hit chorus. This my crew, yo, you won't go far. The truth is, I'm about as much from Detroit as you are. I'm racking up points, shit, cat, I'm scoring. You ain't a true tiger, liar, you from Warren. A trailer trash town with daddy stuck it to you. That's why you hate your mother, cause she never tried to stop it. Right? You wanna talk about a diss track? Bobby <laughs> Fisher by Evidence. Some of the hardest shit. I'll slaughter your wife, fuck it, throw your daughter. Like, Bro, but Evidence is insane, and, dude. And I, mean, I check out the interview on Wake the Flock Up. Uh, with Rocca, we I that's a good one. Talk directly about this, and he breaks it down on what the thoughts were, the mentality was, and then the respect that they were showing afterwards. They didn't bitch out, they didn't that, and they were like, "Yo, you want to go at it? Let's fucking go at it." These are MCs going at it, and how how D12 would have preferred to keep beefing with them than the whack beefs that they had. Like, yo, we should have just went out down. Like, at least those fools could spit. Right. Like that. Yeah, and it, it tells you it tells you your status. I it mean, does. You can't just battle this dude off the street and think. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get fame off that because yeah. he's he's um, you know quote unquote whack. You know you you come at people that not so much. Hey, I'm selling records, but you know you come at someone that has a decent flow, a decent pinch. You know a a, a pen. The lyrics are dope. You know you battle you know onesie twosies or whatever. And it, just a quick shout out before we do this, another one you want to hear is uh, yeah, check out Spawn. You know what kind of assholes that come with this? Your whole crew can get some. Dear stress, remember me, the black sheep of RSC. Oh, it's wrecked, the heavyweight now. These spawns no longer with me. And yes, he mentioned something about a royalty check. Said he blessed on overcast, forgot to pay him his debt. Man, how time flies. Album's still selling, I hear. Must have made a gang of paper in the span of four years. But no blood, sweat, no tears, no lost voice from screaming at shows. You sit in the cup while we running down flows. And for what? Making money for your pockets to hold. Are you nuts, dog? You fucking with the soldier, not hoes. Went from young friends to old Now we touching on foes There's a certain price to pay for all my soul that you sold No one else had the balls to tell you So sell us, see it's dangerous Fucking with dreams and this fella Graduated from your team Fuck it, ain't I don't know if you've heard that, yeah, Chuck Shout out So, the one of the most beautiful things that's happened in my life Is that I'm I'm friends with Derek With, with Spawn now Me and him, we're good friends we, we go back and forth We send each other music And, um that was another question I had from like, yo, why and how? And, and he, the song pretty much explains it all, but now it's all squashed. They've gone back together and he's wrecked the heavyweight and now he's back to spawn and delivering his things. But look that up. But the song that I chose is a song that's from an MC that I say is forgotten, unfortunately. Okay. Whether by his own doing or by hip hop or whatever it is. But my favorite MF is always MF Grimm. Yeah, we've talked and about MF that. And MF Grimm has always been my, my favorite. MF Doom is good. I can see why people dig him. I think Styles kind of like, uh, I don't know. To me, it doesn't call to what Grimm. Dude, Grimm was up there with, is up there with fucking, and made tracks and hang on the radio with Nas, with a Cool G rap. Like, yo, he's made yeah. tracks and not look foolish. Like, he's handled his shit. So, when him and MF Doom and look into the beef, do some research. Okay. Yes, exactly. I don't think the beef is still ongoing. I think the beef, if anything, it just it's it just, just parted ways. It's dissipated. 
But there was a very moment, and he says it in the book of Daniel, the song that I've chosen by M.F. Cram. It's a good one, bro. The emotion behind the beef, the reason behind the issue that they had, and really how heartbroken he is. If anything you get out of this song is, this man is really hurt that his best friend would turn his back on him or leave him or succeed and not take him with him, whatever the issue is. Um, and it's very well clear and documented how he feels, right? So people don't know MF Grimm and MF Doom used to be in the same crew. Yeah. There's also MF Wilds. There's, there's different MFs, kind of like you have now different ASAPs or whatever, right? right? <laughs> uh, so there's that. So my choice is Book of Daniel yeah, by MF Grimm. So let, let's take a listen to that. Uh, and I'll say this. For uh, a, a, a diss track, I listen to this song on a regular basis. Oh, it, okay. Dude, it's just so well okay. put together and the beat's so hard that I, I just can't get over it. So here we go. MF Grimm, uh, Book of Daniel. Let's go. I met this kid. He seemed righteous and represented knowledge. Yeah, him and his brother, they was real smart. But then his brother died and he was taken in by a grandmaster. But from what I hear, this kid Sambo was a snake, a rat. Shit. He ran away to another state. Michael Chip. I know deep fried friends. Grim Reaper Nukem. Hearts don't mend. Brothers turn enemies, nigga. Enemies, I eat them raw, nigga. MF Grim is God of War. Parole, done. See you on tour. Millions get paid. Let's see who make more. Master water, cause man is mostly made of it. Spit fire consumed by flames, compete for oxygen. Freeze deepest of minds. Then skate on it, rose fireproof MCs with bad warranties War is a part of me, prison heart of me Demons try to murder me, pistols always popping me Lead convicts my flesh, but God pardons me Revenge, return them to sender, so God pardon me Put yourself in danger, running with a mouse Metal turn to braces, punch you in your mouth Zev love X, used to be merry The mass took control of you, like Jim Carrey Megalon, tap him in the jaw, knock it off him M.I.C., gotta put your mask in a coffin Most death, de la soul, roots can't revive you When the bullets start flying, who's gonna hide you? Rhyme say a stone throw, nature sound sign you Make peace with you, Zev, I tried you You can hide behind a mask, but sink through like glass Find you as a group, but your style's like ass Fuck your bitch, man, you got no class Little black Sambo, shit, talk trash You can hide behind a mask, but sink through like glass Had you paranoid like a clown 
jumped off stage and ran when Kong came around We looked out for each other when you lived uptown On the cover of the EP, but look at us now Chess is life, we haven't played of late But even on the cover, I put your ass in mate We've been through so much, Zev, you was close to me Used to come through your house, buy your ass groceries I wrote the whole treatment to your MF video With Adam Lau and Ben, Ricky Kid, Scotch Nose $100,000 bail got out, then I called you Fired my attorney, you helped me get a lawyer You took me in, let me stay out in Atlanta Facing 15 of life, we bounced out to Cali You made sacrifices, recorded on the run We bust our ass, it got a bleach done I made a mistake, told the press you old dough I see now it's my fault, they didn't need to know I apologize to you, I thought we let it go BB Kings, New York, together did a show But look at us now, once again, here we go Money wasn't worth it, it turned us into foes Whenever you have beef, your beef was mine I take a life for you, put mine on the line You love to hear the stories I remember you told me that he bit Tick Tick You said Ghost was whack, you didn't like his style Two-faced, the three-headed bitch, I'll pull your file Mean food poisoning, you vomit for a while You started some shit, now you're sitting on the pile Metal fake tinfoil, walk the green mile Let it ride right now You love to hear the stories Daniel. That's a good track, bro. Like you said, one of the last real heartfelt emotional disses. Yeah. Just um, uh, just listen to the ending, bro. Like I yeah. mean he he did his thing, like he he let out his 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 disappointment, his anger. And at the end it was just like uh, come like home. like dog, like 
And he talks, and, and you know, listen closely to what they're saying, right? At the very end, at the very heart of diss tracks like these is pain, right? emotion, anger, betrayal. There's true hurt. And these are artists the way they choose to express themselves. Exactly. You know, Picasso and whatever, they were painting the way they felt. These men were speaking to you. It's not just about commercial and it's just about this. and about, It's about them doing art and the art just happens to be uh, pleasing to the ears. Yeah. That's how they develop yeah. these. Th- this song wasn't written to, no. to make any airwaves, right. not to sell any units. Like right. this, this was made to heal some kind of hurt. It, it was. So th- th- I hope this episode kind of sheds light between beef and battles, right? Because we've heard both um, and the importance of them in hip hop. The relationship that hip hop and MCs have with the diss and with the battles, and all all, all hip hop culture, like we talked earlier. Oh, it's you it, know your yeah. b boys. It's it's all about getting ahead, better than the next man or woman for that matter. Right, the next artist. Right. You're the dopest. I'm the dopest. Cool. There's an issue between you and me. Cool. You bit a line. You took a beat. Now we're gonna do what we do instead of going to fists. We're gonna say you're gonna you're gonna actually stand up and pay up. You're an MC, okay? Cool. Let's see it. Let's hear the bars, bro. Let, yeah. Let's hear them. Yeah. And that's how things get established. And some beefs never die. Some beefs <laughs> are well done and established once the battle's over. And some are so emotional and hurt that they're better. You know, like this one, for example. At the end, he's just saying, "Dude, like I used to love you, dog. Like how are you gonna treat?" And that's the importance yeah. of, of beefs and hip hop. Yeah, yeah, you know? definitely, bro. And you know, you can go in really deep and talk Eminem and cannabis, Eminem, and fucking name another Everlast Eminem and yeah, yeah. fucking Limp Bizkit. I mean, Eminem. there's there's beefs. I mean, if you want to get underground, you know, there's beefs happening right now that probably will never get shine. You know, it's, right? You know, within your you, you know uh, your apartment complex, your your community center, or whatever. But the beefs and 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 and, and battles and all that, it's just a normal part of hip hop. And um, for a while now, and hopefully I can get this in before we wrap it up, for a while now, uh, big, I don't want to say corporations, but big money was trying to infiltrate the the battle scene. Because the battle scene was almost already kind of like a, a the stepchild, you know, they kind of, for, you know, went out and branched out because obviously, you know, a disaster, a cannabis wasn't, you know, maybe not cannabis, but... The, there's a difference between a battle rapper and a an MC that can make a whole a whole album, and <clears throat> it's not clean cut because a, a battle rapper, the now known battle rappers, they're not MCs. Your general sense MCs because you put a battle rapper to write a song, exactly. The point. song's almost always never good, right? Because that's not the type of MC that he is. He's not built. That's not what he's been practicing his whole life. Yeah. Now, do the same. Can MCs not? Okay, so here's the thing. Like, what's the difference between an MC and a rapper, right? You, you hear that debate going back and Always. forth. It's been well established what an MC can do and a rapper can do, and they can't do both in one canon. So a ba- an MC should be able to write a battle track if need be, right? But does can a battle rapper write a track? Yeah. See what I'm saying? It's yeah. not the same. But a well-rounded MC should be able to write disc bars. I mean, and deliver them in your style and in the way you always, would know. Always ready to blah, go to war. Yeah, yeah. Always, because at the end of the day, like I said, some of my best rapper MCs, whether it be Chino, Cannabis, Atmosphere, whoever, Aesop, it's like, I'm going to deliver to you art, 
but I'm going to do it in a way that you don't forget I can spit while I'm doing it. <laughs> Chino is a master of this. Like, if you've listened to, like, The Reconstruction by Chino XO, it's a double-disc album. Yeah. He talks about his his daughter having cancer and does it in bars. Does it, like, in complete bars. It does Chino's it. on another level, though, dude. I mean, that dude is... Yeah. That dude's poetry, bro. It, 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 is, it, is, it is an amazing uh, feat, what they've done, like, a uh, idea... Mm-hmm. monster inside me not necessarily a direct diss track but just like I'm this dope yeah, diss track yeah. to like anyone who wants to yeah, want like it yeah who was taking a bait and I don't know if anyone did cause that track is bananas good like and but he can go and write like a uh, uh, you know the the many faces of Oliver Hart, like an entire album, just yeah. heartful stuff. Yeah. And, and that's what a well-rounded MC does and that's what well-rounded hip-hop is about. Competition, skills, having a good time, releasing inner stress and inner pain blah 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 exactly. and at the very end of the day delivering art right exactly so again uh save the hip-hop culture radio today's topic was battle slash uh diss tracks and i it, it's up to you what's the greatest district of all track tweet us instagram us what tracks if you forget let us yeah, know oh, and there's and i'm sure there's a there's a bunch that we yeah and maybe we could do a second a second show I, I'm, I'm sure let's do a couple more down the line where we do it but uh uh it was great having you back again thank you for being letting me be a part of so the hookup culture radio now may i suggest a topic for the next one let's go I, we talked about this earlier but i think it's important now so they so they so they uh get to know us who who we are as their hosts and all that stuff and also where our differences come in yeah. hip hop because it's not the same of course not you know and it uh, wouldn't be I mean that's a healthy thing to you know who would you say do you it's, it's kind of dumb for me to ask because I don't I couldn't answer but uh, do you have someone you would call your favorite MC oh shit that's hard yeah that's it's difficult hard. it's a super because it'll change depending on mood and well, yeah yeah I mean and, and, and uh, eras too I mean but the first one see ah okay let's do this Top three. Wow. Give you a little more range. Um, here's the issue I have. Mm-hmm. When you say MC, I'm thinking all around stage presence, everything, right? Uh, to... uh, well, stage is hard. Right? Okay, all right. So if, you, if, they, if that doesn't come to factor, then I got to easy Let's answer. say on tracks. Let's say on tracks. Just on tracks. Cause Rock him. Exactly, because you can't say that about him on stage, on stage show yeah. anymore, and Which sucks, because I, I mean, I'm a huge Rock him fan. And, and, and him on stage, don't get me wrong, it's not <laughs> whack. It's not whack whatsoever. But it's not like But it's not energetic. Yeah, him. it's not. It's, yeah. You're not seeing KRS-One up there. Right. You're not seeing. You Bust know, the rhymes. Like, yeah. Yo, yeah. jumping. Okay. Yeah, no. So you're so you going to say Rock him? Yeah, Rock him. Give me another one. Um. Shit. Rock him. Um, I'm gonna say Nas. Nas, cool. All right, Rock him and Nas. I like them. That way we can lay down four tracks, and I'll give you my top two that I'll choose. Uh, and then we'll, let's say we do like uh, the songs. Let's do like favorite songs mm-hmm. of our favorite artists. Okay, you want to do that let's next do one? That. Yeah, let's we do could that. do that, or we could do the songs we fell in love with hip hop. That'll come. Well, that 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 yeah, we, and we can we can do we can coincide. You know, get those two together. Okay, but but I I like to defi- have defining topics. I'm digging it. And, and you guys hearing us debate? We haven't talked about this before. We haven't really. And yeah, I think it's more organic. Not, yeah, so yeah, yeah. let's do let's do favorite MCs. All right. Okay, so you're gonna go with Rock Kim and Nas. Yeah. Okay, and I'll I might co- change it up too. Okay, I'm, well maybe let's go favorite MCs. Let me know. We'll whenever you get here next we'll time, it, or whenever we meet up again, I'm gonna go with atmosphere because I have to give him, ah. I have to, do, I have to give him that love slug that slug raised me, man. He he just raised me. Well, and, see, and that's a factor that that not a lot of people take into. Right. You know, yeah. Oh, this guy is real ill, but there's nothing to back it up. Where it's right. like, 
yeah, dude, I grew up listening to Rakim. Mm-hmm. I grew up listening to yeah. Nas. Like, yeah. There's a feeling because you put on a certain track and it, it takes you back to 92, 90, whatever. But I think the reason to me atmosphere speaks so much is because like uh not that they're not great because yeah. they are two legendary artists but i didn't grow up with them i mean like a long side of them like you can listen i can listen to atmosphere from like headshots to like uh uh what is it called overcast yeah. to lucy ford to like i can and i grew up with him and i can i was like he was a couple years older than me and he's maybe like eight years older so he wasn't it wasn't it wasn't like KRS-One where he's like 12 or yeah, even yeah, yeah. more. Like, I, I literally grew I up and I, can, and I can see his stages of being an adolescent, just crazy MC, fucking a bunch of girls, falling in love, having his heart broke. Like, I can trace him that's down very, the line. very, good point. So that's why, to me, Atmosphere Slug um, was, is such, I'm so attached to him. Cool. I love him. So I'm going to do that. And I always, my top five always, always range from like Cannabis, Chino, Slug, Tupac, and um, it'll be like Sage Francis or Ace of Rock or or something like that, right? But I'm gonna go with Atmosphere. Oh. Ch- <laughs> Chino's Chino's dope. Chino's dope. Just so we don't do Pac, because I feel Pac gets enough love already. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so you know, I, he is one of my top three, top four. Pac is up there, but I'm gonna go with Chino or I'm gonna go with Cannabis. All right. Just because I feel they have songs that people have never heard that establish them as just legendary MCs, you know. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm now that you're saying all this, like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm starting, I'm filtering <laughs> like my stuff, so I'll, I'll have another. Yeah, yeah, another. you know, and, and it is what it is, and that way you can kind of get a difference in in our styles yeah. and, and likes and yeah. stuff like that. So, uh, save the hip hop culture radio. Thank you for joining us. Thank you very much. Thank everybody. you for listening. Thank you for downloading. All we ask is you tell a friend. And uh, you show us some love. Wake the Flock Up Network is working very hard to bring you Salute. these, sh- bring you Salute, these shows. You uh, Ariano, of course, you can hear Ariano now. New podcast on, on air now. Uh, Popular Nobody. That podcast, have you heard it yet? I haven't yet. And, and I'm an Ariano fan, Dude. brother. I, 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 Dude. Let this be on record. Yeah. And he knows. Okay. I already told him. I go back uh, with his music. Yeah. I, I, and I might chop up the name, but I believe it was called Rain of My Parade. Yep. This was underground. I want to say it might have been 99, 2000, maybe even 2001. Have you met Ariana? I haven't met him, no. I got to introduce you to- my good, brother, my good brother, actually, you know what's funny? And, yeah. and I know we probably don't have time. <laughs> a, a guy I used to work with was like, oh, you like hip hop? I was like, yeah, brother. And he started talking this and this and that. He's like, I got a friend. Brought me that CD, Rain yeah. of My Parade. Fell in love with him. I'm like, who's this? That's my boy, Ariano. I was like, mm. all right, cool. Uh, and Ariana then later on, I'm like, whoa. Has the aura of like a monk. And what I mean, okay. like, just so calm and peaceful and kind of, like, well, like, self. And I don't mean self-centered in a bad way. I mean, like, knows yeah, yeah. and has this soul, this air, air of just calmness around him. Real cool guy to be around with. Real cool guy just to be on the phone. Like, yeah, bro, whatever you cool. want, man. Yeah. We'll well, his music happen. is like that, too. And so his podcast is Ariano in podcast form. Like, if you'd be like, oh, this this can only be brought to you by Ariano. Oh, that's It beautiful. is on net. It is on on our, our heart channel, so check that out. It's on SoundCloud. It's on Spreaker. It will be on iTunes. Beautiful. It's going to be everywhere. Um, uh, so check that out, the the Ariano podcast. Also, uh, Each One Teach One with Concept 714 and Young Baca. It's another okay. very one-on-one, very dope. And that was very interesting because me and Dude Baca and Dude is just, Screaming, ah, fucking that's beautiful, bro. Argue that's with cool. each other because we both love hip hop. 
but we love hip hop for very different reasons and for very from di- different genres, mm-hmm, different mm-hmm. Vi- views of it. Yeah. Uh, and of course, wake the flock up. Wake the flock up. Coming Salute up, you guys, brother. Thank you. Coming up, we got the writer of the NWA movie, Lee Savage, going to sit down with us. And I haven't really talked about this on air, but there's a documentary he's working on. He's already done, and a book he wrote called "Welcome to Death Row." Ooh. Where he breaks down the murders of Biggie and Pac, and as a third party says he has a pretty good idea of who shot Pac and who shot Biggie. So this is not from the Biggie camp. This is not from the Tupac camp. Third party, just think about it. Ken Burns style documentary. No, no, no bone either way. No, he says he knows. That's huge. So it's huge, and it's gonna be here on the Wake the Flock of .net. Wait for like a uh, network. So check that out. Perfect. Again, Save the Hip Hop Culture is Concept 714. Sector 3, baby. Well, she, we got to get a sign up. We, hey, you know, it's this second show, bro. <laughs> we'll work on something. <laughs> we, we but you know what? We appreciate each and everybody, you know, if it's two, three, four, five thousand people that are listening, we yep. appreciate that. Me personally. Tell a friend, share, retweet, repost. But uh, God love and hip hop to you all. all day. Peace. Salute. Yeah, that's